0: Hello, and welcome to the Intersection of Crystal R. Emery podcast. Crystal is a filmmaker, educator, great chef, published writer, wife, parent, sister, daughter, and all-around badass. Today's episode focuses on being disabled is not easy. Without further ado, here's Crystal Renee Emery. Recently, someone said to me, You make being handicapped look easy. Really? How is that even possible? It takes literally three hours for me to get from my bed to my wheelchair, and I can't do it alone. Easy is not exactly easy when you can't feed yourself, brush your own teeth, scratch your own itch, dab your own eyes, or even wipe your own butt. So I wondered, What precisely was it that this able-bodied person, who was supposed to be one of my really good friends, saw that made them think, living with my disability looks easy? I believe there's a misconception among the able-bodied that if you are in a wheelchair, yet you are functioning and succeeding at whatever you set your mind to, You must be an exception to some rule, a rule that equates disability with inability. Frankly, I know of no filmmaker, up to and including Steven Spielberg, who makes filmmaking look easy. Making a quality film is extremely complicated process that requires education, determination, training, and practice. There's nothing damn easy about making a film, and there really ain't nothing easy about being a filmmaker with a disability. So what is it about my life's journey that seems to enable and empower people to engage and connect with me? I believe it's because I don't complain, about my disability and how it limits me. My philosophy has always been, why complain? Nobody wants to hear you complain. Nobody doesn't give a damn. But when you don't complain, you don't force people to look at the situation through your lens. They don't have to walk a mile in your shoes. But there is a reality to my disability that others don't see or understand. Being disabled is exhausting. The amount of hours I spend on the phone, like trying to get the simplest service, is exhausting. Also, is the frequent disrespect of home health workers, physicians, therapists, nurses. I believe they think that, well, because you're at home and you're disabled, you don't have nothing else to do but sit on the phone and wait for us to get around to servicing you as would with any other person with a busy life and many responsibilities my life is more complicated i require that all personnel or anybody who considers me a client show me the same respect that they would like others to show them so when they show up at my house unexpected no appointment and then they get mad because i'm like well i wasn't expecting you today or particularly with a nurse from the home health agency i said or you could have called me and made an appointment their response is well you're not doing anything and i always say how would you feel if someone showed up at your home out of the blue with the attitude that you should be grateful for the services that they're providing you. It's exhausting, but there's another part to this. If I wasn't sick, they wouldn't have a job. So therefore, they should really have even greater respect for me because they are making a living off of a difficult situation in my life and the lives of others that they serve. Being disabled can be demoralizing. I spend more time than you could possibly imagine trying to explain to AIDS how to feed me. Because people feed you the way that they eat. And I don't particularly like my food all mashed up together. How to hold a straw so I could drink it. How to brush my teeth. Brushing you in someone else's teeth is like one of the Things that you never really want to have to experience. Because the way you floss yourself and the way somebody else flosses you, you know, can start your day off on the wrong foot. The list goes on and on. I have a reputation as a great cook, if I have to say so myself. But I can no longer actually prepare foods myself, just supervise it. So I sit in the kitchen and I printed out all the recipes and the techniques and i really miss making beautiful food right i mean i loved cooking i have been reduced to just sitting there explaining every step of my wonderful recipes to someone else and if i leave that kitchen or i don't follow it through i end up with burnt pods broken utensils, and I cook a lot with tofu. And most people don't know how to handle tofu. So I end up with like a really bad tofu dish. It's just sort of crazy. And these are the things that able-bodied people take for granted, you know? And these are the things that able-bodied people have an attitude about, what well, you should be grateful for anything. I am a human being just like everyone else. I deserve the same rights, just like everyone else, and the right to cook my food the way I want to eat it, um, the right to serve it the way that I want it to look. Being disabled is frustrating. Recently, I needed to get a piece of broken equipment serviced. I was on the phone for six days trying to find the right person to help me. After I spent hours and hours reviewing and completing the necessary paperwork, someone says to me after six days, oh, somebody made a mistake, and this wasn't entered in the computer, and that's why your insurance won't pay for it. Imagine if that piece of equipment was a difference between night and day. Not just whether I was comfortable, but the difference between night and day. You know, being disabled is very stressful. I have to have someone with me 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. There's nothing easy about never having a moment of privacy or peace. Not for me, not for my family. Being disabled is discouraging. Nobody, no groups, no agency, no benefactors offered to provide an assistance to help me type or answer the phone or make it easy for me to earn a living and support myself and my family. This whole system is very complicated, and yet American system offers disabled people the most support of any system in the world, but also some of the most ridiculous caps and restrictions. So why am I talking about this? Because I am so tired of people Comfortably avoiding my disability or the complicated hiring efforts that it takes even to go outside. So hearing an insensitive comment like, you make being handicapped look easy. Honestly, I wanted to slap her. Too bad I wasn't able-bodied enough to do that. I would love for her to live a day in my life, just one day. Maybe she will find out for herself one day. Right now, almost one in five Americans are disabled, and the number is only projected to grow. Will all of them make it look easy? Or will we all just get used to putting them in these labeled groups, disabled, elderly, retired, retarded? It's just a ridiculous, senseless system. There are many things that I do well. I can manage large amounts of data and moving pieces. I can create structure out of chaos. I can write novels. I create fabulous stories, make films, and take care of my family. But none of it is easy. So the next time one of my dear friends presumes to pontificate, about my life circumstances. Don't be surprised if the evening news leads with the story. Quadriplegic black lady with wild hair slaps best friend over a comment about making handicap look easy. Cause there is nothing about my life that looks easy. But join me at the intersection of life with Crystal R. Emery and continue to see where my journey takes us. Namaskar. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Intersection of Crystal R. Emery. If you would like to learn more about or support Crystal's work, please visit URUTheright2be.org. If you like today's episode and want more Crystal, subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date on when new episodes are available. You can also follow Crystal on Twitter at Crystal R. Emery or at Changing Stem. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Thank you and namaskar.